Hello, my fellow myth lovers, and welcome back to So You Think Your Family's Bad, the podcast where we talk about how Greek myths came to be. The long-awaited Halloween episode. Today, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Cyclopes, who they are, what they did, and how they were repaid by the gods. More specifically, Cronus. So... Cyclopes are mythical giants that have only one eye in the center of their foreheads. And this was really unique because obviously most people have their two eyes. Um, so they were seen as this mythical beast. Originally, there were three of them, and I'm not going to give you those names. It's just a lot of information to keep track of. Uh, but they are said to be the offspring of Gaia and Oranos, uh, along with the Hecatonchires and the Titans. Uranus is the god of the sky, and um, he was basically Gaia's lover. Gaia wanted to overthrow Uranus because he did not like her children. He thought that other than the Titans, they were mistakes. They didn't really belong in the world. They were too ugly to be his kids. So she was upset by this and told her Titan children to overthrow Uranus. Well, Kronos uh, took up that offer and basically killed Uranos and took the power back, and he expelled the Cyclopes uh, into the underworld, which is what Uranus wanted to do anyway. So Gaia wasn't really that happy about this, but what could she do? Cronus was very stringent. He was very um, cautious with his children as well because he overthrew his dad. He figured it was time for his kids to come in and overflow him, and... So whenever his children were born, he would eat them, swallow them whole. Eventually, Zeus, you know, uh, comes back and goes away with Kronos. And he decides in his attempt to overthrow Kronos, and he decides to bring in the Hecatonchires and the Cyclopes in order to help them with their battle. Eventually, Zeus wins. We all know Zeus wins. And he releases the Cyclopes uh, and the Hecatonchires from their imprisonment. And as a thank you, the Cyclopes give the gods, the male three gods at the time, the big three, Hades, Poseidon, and Zeus, their magical weapons, their powerful weapons. So Zeus got his uh, thunderbolts, Poseidon got his trident, and Hades got his helmet of invisibility that he uses to go in and out of shadows with. And eventually, they were given the responsibility of being Hephaestus's workmen. And Hephaestus is the god of the forges and creating things, craftsmanship. They eventually made other gifts for the other gods as well. Uh, for example, Athena's armor, Ares's chariot. Basically, they just became the workmen for Hephaestus's forges. Well... If they're nice, gentle creatures that build these things for the gods, then why am I considering them to be monsters? More Cyclopes began to roam around the Earth, and this was a problem because they weren't the original three anymore. They were children of Poseidon and nymphs, so they were much more aggressive, much more violent. And the most famous story of this is Polyphemus with Odysseus. Polyphemus was a large cyclops living on an unknown island that Odysseus found himself stranded on. And Polyphemus was described once again as being this violent uh, giant cyclops who, um, 
who was a shepherd of sheep and who liked to eat his own sheep and men. Odysseus sat down in Polyphemus's cave with his men and decided to eat and take a break for the day. Eventually, Polyphemus finds Odysseus and the men, and he stealthily traps them in the cave with a large boulder. And he approached the, gra- the gathering, and he appeared to want to eat with them, so the party let him sit there and eat with him. Odysseus gave him food and gave him wine, and Polyphemus asked for his name. And Odysseus, in response, said, Nobody. Polyphemus then decided that he was going to eat all of the men, told them all of this, and that he was going to leave nobody for last as an act of kindness for letting him join them and feed him wine. Well, while Polyphemus was eating his men, Odysseus came up with an escape plan, and this was to grab a large stick and stab it right through the Cyclops' eye. Other Cyclops in the area heard the commotion because Polyphemus was obviously screaming he was in pain. Imagine you getting your eye stabbed. And whenever they called and asked what had hurt him, who had hurt him, Polyphemus said nobody because that was the name Odysseus used. They didn't think anything that had happened, and so they left him be, and this left an opening for Odysseus to leave. He strapped himself to the belly of one of Polyphemus's large sheep, and went out with them when Polyphemus opened the cave door, trying to find Odysseus. Odysseus kind of herded the sheep uh, to his ship by like holding on to the under the the fur or on the underside of the sheep and kind of like pulling this way and pulling that way. And this was all an attempt to still run away from the monster. Polyphemus still tried to stop him as he could hear what was going on. He could hear uh, Odysseus's voice. He could hear the sheep running. Uh, so he would grab giant boulders and throw them in the direction of the sheep and Odysseus. He failed. Odysseus was able to get back onto the ship and uh, was able to sail away. And as he was saying, sailing away, he said, basically, joke's on you. I'm not nobody. I'm Odysseus. So at that moment, Polyphemus prayed to his father, Poseidon, to place his revenge on Odysseus for the remainder of his time going back home to his wife throughout uh, Homer's Odyssey and the Iliad. Okay, so where, where's the truth in this story? Well, there is a rare birth defect, rare condition, that's called cyclopia because of the cyclops. And this is likely where the Greeks got this idea uh, for a one-eyed person. Because children who are born with cyclopia are born with one eye in the center of their forehead uh, due to the child not forming two eye cavities for their eyes when they are in the womb. And this condition is found in one in a hundred thousand newborns. And then also along with this fused eye cavity, there is usually no nose or no working nose. So unfortunately, the children are either born, stillborn, or they die shortly after birth. But that is likely where we got the uh, condition for Cyclops. And I think the biggest takeaway from this story is that not everything is as it seems. When, um, when Zeus was coming, or when... When Kronos was coming into power, he was scared of his ugly brothers and sent them to the 
underworld for uh, punishment and put Compey, the a dragoness, uh, to guard them. He was scared of them. He thought there would be these big, ugly, mean, violent creatures, so he imprisoned them. But in reality, they were really nice, kind, hardworking cyclopes. And later on, Odysseus sees a cyclops and or cyclops and he offers him food and wine and thinks he's this gentle creature because that's what he's heard of his whole life from the, the, the stories from Zeus and Kronos. And it turns out that Polyphemus was, at that point in time, really mean, ugly character who tried to eat men. So nothing is as it seems. Don't judge a book by its cover. You have to learn who everybody is based on their personality and their character, not necessarily their looks. Check out next week's episode. It's going to be a good one. We're going to go back into the stories, not more uh, specific characters anymore. Uh, It's just going to be our stories like usual. And we only have two more episodes left of this season. So we're coming to a close here soon. So keep an eye out and let me know what you guys think and uh, what you would like to see in those last two episodes. 